welcome everyone to I So Appreciate You, a raw, funny, and uniquely insightful podcast about the issues and opportunities we all face as values-based leaders and humans. I'm Nadej. And I'm Melanie. We're colleagues at the St. Paul and Minnesota Foundation, and we're friends. When we get together, our conversations can go anywhere, especially when bringing a friend or two along for the ride. So we're inviting you to join us and some incredible guests as we explore the challenges and triumphs of people shaking up our community for the better. Welcome, everybody, to today's episode. We're super excited to have a special guest, Andre Creighton, who is a co-founder of a very cool new app called Turn Signal, which essentially gives you access in your car to an attorney if you get pulled over by the police. So excited to talk to him uh, later in the episode. I'm so excited about this because Me this too. is an app that I actually think the world needs. It does. And I'm saying that because, you know, the other day I was getting ready for a conference and I got the email, download the conference app so oh, that you yes. can participate in the blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. another app? Right. But it, like... Some of those apps, you, it takes like an hour to figure <laughs> out like, hey, did I register? What's my password? How do I sync it with my calendar? Sometimes apps make our life easy, and sometimes they make it a little more complicated than it needs to be. Right. And so the thing is, that's what I was thinking of, you know, because I'm here, I'm looking at my phone, and there's oh, yeah. probably a gazillion apps. And like some of them are brilliant, like Turn Signal, which we'll hear about, yes. right? Like that's brilliant. And some of them are meh. Eh. And so I was trying to like figure out like what makes a brilliant app brilliant to me, because obviously this is an Ooh, official this is opinion. This is a good conversation. Um, yes. Versus like, why am I like, ugh. I really need an app. <laughs> an app for that, yes. So tell tell me a little bit about the apps that you think are brilliant or that you use. Oof. See, now I've set myself up for failure mm. because I don't know what apps I actually think are brilliant, but I, like I know which ones I use probably more than I should. Um, Same. So I'm going to shout out one that is, you know, who would expect me, but like Instagram. Yes. Well, yeah. I use that all the time. Um, and, and to be honest, you know, before a year ago, I would have been like, meh. But like mm -hmm. the reality is Instagram provided me a platform to tell a story of my breast cancer experience and yes. to share pictures, which was something that was really important to me. Right. And so because of that, it's actually a pretty important app um, right. for me in my sort of day to day or, you know, week to week kind of kind of musing. Yeah, no, that's it. That's a. I think. A lot of people use it, but in some instances, like in your story, you turned it into a platform. And I think it's been helpful to a lot of people to follow your journey. Well, you know, in scanning my phone, I have a couple of apps to share. Okay. Mine, the ones that I actually use are time-saving apps. Okay. So, in Instacart. Oh, I, you know, I use uh, Instacart. Do you? Yep. And I, I look, I'm looking, it says that I've saved almost 100 hours of shopping, and I really believe it. I mean, the time... That I would have otherwise spent in a grocery store. I would like to say that I'm writing or doing productive things. I'm not sure. Maybe You're probably I'm, on another I'm, app. A, I'm probably on Instagram looking at your, your outfits. Um, the other one that has been really helpful, especially in um, a move that we just had, is TaskRabbit. Have you ever used that? You know, I haven't. I mean, I'm familiar with it, but I've never used it. Yeah, you get to meet cool people who will do interesting projects. And, you know, I've had um, just help with organization maybe mm -hmm. I'm gonna admit that like people have come and organized our garage <laughs> which has been life-saving that's awesome I mean and and almost and ridiculous like I can also organize my own garage but it, it's been um, a nice app to have in times of need like moving 
That's that's really great. Oh, I have a new one that I really like. Um, remarkable. Oh, tell so me about so you know, I I try to reduce my paper usage, but you know, there is something really nice about the like tactileness yeah. of writing um, on a notebook. So the remarkable is like a. a I don't know how to explain it. It's not an iPad because it's not a screen, but it's yeah. um, but it's a digital notebook where you can like have different files and all sorts of stuff, but it connects to an app. So right now on my phone, if you ask me for some notes I took in a meeting mm-hmm. yesterday with our boss, yes, I could pull up my Remarkable app and see my own handwritten notes oh, on my phone. This is the, I'm going to use this. I'm going <laughs> to download it. So it's like really like, I mean, I've only had it for a little bit of time. Check with me in a few months, but so far I'm a fan. Well, that's the thing about apps. I have apps that are chasing me, like shouting out things to do. I'm like, I downloaded an app to do intermittent fasting. And now I'm getting these alerts, eat, don't eat, drink water. I'm like, (laughs) no, leave me alone. So like I've had these apps. I I don't think I'm a tracker. That is so funny. Yeah. So my husband has also downloaded an app about intermittent fasting. Yeah. I can't say that word. I know. Thank you for um, stumbling with me. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious because I'm like, why do you have to track that? Just like <sighs> don't eat until that time. Like it's not. So for me, like it's so funny that like for one person, an app can literally be like the thing that they need and the absolute right. perfect like solution to a problem that they had not previously articulated. And for someone else, you're like, why? No. Why I, are you bothering? No, me? I get mad, so I just eat if it tells me not to eat. <laughs> so I'm like, it's actually doing the opposite for me. I feel like that is literally not the point of that app. I, it, it's not, but I have many of those. And, you know, like the ones that are supposed to help you with your, your brain cognition where you do the puzzles, I get so mad at them, I throw my phone. No, no. <laughs> we could probably spend like we, the next hour going through our phone. phone. Yes. We could also go through all the ones you're like, why do I have this app still? Oh. Uh, like, what is the point of this app? We should have a national app cleaning day. We should start that. You take a day and you get rid of all of your apps that are chasing you, like the ones that are chasing me. You know, or you could just, like, change your notification settings. I'm, I don't want to point out the obvious, but. Yeah. All right. I just heard a ding. <laughs> I, well, I think that that's our sign. That that, like... <laughs> that was brilliant. Our app, The app is talking to us. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think we get to now go talk about a super useful and critical and powerful app. And I'm really excited Me to talk too. to Andre. Me too. Let's get to it. All right. I So Appreciate You is just one of the many initiatives we are working on at the St. Paul and Minnesota Foundation. Want to learn more about how we aim to create an equitable, just, and vibrant Minnesota? Join our email list by visiting us at spmcf.org. While you're there, make sure to check out our blog and follow us on social media. And we're back. Uh, We are here with our guest, Andre Creighton, and we're super excited to learn more about you and TurnSignal. Before we dig in, well, actually, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, thanks for having me here today. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, we want to tell our listeners just a little bit about you. This is not going to encapsulate the whole of who you are, but a couple of things. That you are the chief financial officer for Turn Signal. Uh, you are a football coach, varsity uh, for Harding Senior High. Yeah, Harding Humboldt. I'm the, I'm the head football coach. Excellent. 
Um, and you are sort of like homegrown Minnesotan, like grew up here, undergrad at Gustavus, grad school Augsburg. Yeah, um, St. Paul native. I uh, just can't seem to get away from here. Uh, there's so many great things that happen in Minnesota. So, Well, I mean, we're certainly glad that you're here. All right. Well, Andre, we're going to get into a little bit about you, a little bit about Turn Signal. But before we do that, we have a tradition with our guests. We just want to warm you up. So I'm going to throw three questions your way. You can answer one way or another. Um, we're very curious how you're going to uh, land. Um, speaking of landing, cups in the cupboard. Right side up or upside down? Oh, definitely upside down. Oh, definitely. upside down. And okay, why definitely? Yeah, why? Uh, I don't know. I just I feel like um, when they come out of the, the sink or dishwasher, I don't always want to dry them. So <laughs> upside down. <laughs> I, I'm okay. with you. I love it. I I'm love with it. you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, passenger or driver? It depends who's driving. Oh, good answer. <laughs> if my fiance is driving, yeah. uh, I'd love to be the driver. Okay. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, Nadege and I sort of share. A, we're the passengers. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, I, if yeah, I can yeah. be the passenger, I will be the passenger. Right, right. Uh, and then our final question. Walk, when, while you're walking or running, are you listening to music or podcasts? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, if I'm on a treadmill... Likely a podcast. If I'm outside, I like to listen to music. Okay, so both. Yeah, great. Appreciate that. Wonderful. Discussion. Thank you for that. All right. Well, you know, I know we're going to get into Turn Signal a little bit, but I'm going to ask you the question that is just fascinating to me because I think entrepreneurs kind of as a breed, it's like, it's a special thing, right? There's some gut instinct or something that makes you start something new. And, you know, you were in an established, um, you know, career in the in finance and left that to start turn signal so can you can you take us to that to that moment that you knew like i gotta do this i gotta do turn signal yeah you know it all kind of stems back to um philando castile uh, mike and i growing up in saint paul we knew the castile family very well uh grew up playing sports with them against them uh from little league all the way through high school uh, so it just hit a little too close to home uh, when when that occurred and you know we all were searching for a way to be a part of the solution and you know we'd been to the vigils we'd been a part of the peaceful protesting um, but none of that seemed like it was enough um, at that time I was three years removed from college uh, undergrad and didn't have the means or capital to be able to start a company you know and you fast forward four years later and George Floyd happens and there's not you know, probably a person in the world that doesn't know the name George Floyd. And at that time, we we're like, you know, what are we doing with our skill sets to be a part of the solution? And, you know, Jazz being an attorney, Mike being a tech sales guy and, and me being a finance accountant, you know, we were uniquely set up to be able to come together. Uh, we, we like to call ourselves the Telelegal Avengers. Uh, that's what our group <laughs> chat says. Uh, we just... We wanted to do something that's tangible, uh, a tangible tool to to change some of the things that have occurred here in this country. And um, at the end of the day, I can do finance anywhere. If uh, entrepreneurship didn't work, I can go back and find another job. So it just made sense. I would love to see these. Little, I, I'm imagining you all with capes. And I think that it's um, really probably telling when we think about what Turg Singdal is and does now hearing your backstory. And so for our listeners who don't know what this app 
does. Um, could you just give us a little bit of a breakdown of what you've what you've been working on with your co-founders? Yeah, uh, Turn Signal is a mobile app that connects you in real time to an attorney over video conference when you're pulled over or in an accident. So by a simple push of a button or use of voice command, you can say, hey, Siri or hey, Google, I'm being pulled over. I've been in an accident. It'll connect you to an attorney. Um, if you've been in an accident, it connects you with a PI attorney. If you've been in a traffic stop, it connects you with a criminal attorney. And it does track your geolocation and is able to connect you with an attorney in that jurisdiction that knows those laws. Um, while your camera also records the interaction and saves to your personal cloud, Turn Signal does not have access to that video. The attorney does not have access to that video. We want to give the driver the autonomy to do what they feel they need to do with that video. So w- when the three of you came together and wanted to create something tangible, like that description is brilliant. And it sort of begs the question, how did it not exist before? How did you, how did you sort of settle on that as the tangible um, solution to a problem? You know, I think uh, we've seen what body cams can do. Um, with officers wearing them and you know we pride ourselves on being an app to bridge the gap we're not adversarial to officers or law enforcement matter of fact we've worked with a lot of law enforcement to understand how we need to build the platform early on Um, you know that's why it calls all the attorneys simultaneously we want to make sure that you can get an attorney uh, right away and you know we feel that this app creates accountability on both sides um, we know that when you, when that officer pulls up to a car, or pulls a car over, um, they're going to see that turn signal sticker, bumper sticker, and they're going to feel safer in that interaction because they, they know that there's going to be an attorney on the phone um, that's protecting their rights, but also protecting the driver's rights and making sure that everyone gets home safe at the end of the day. Like Nadej mentioned, it's it's hard to imagine that this didn't exist because as you described it, it's such an eloquent response to a, a really big problem that we're having in our society. And I'm, I'm, I know though that these things that look simple on, on the delivery are not simple in terms of creation. So there's many layers and you have two co-founders. And so I'm wondering if you could talk to us a little bit about the joys and challenges of working with two, it sounds like good friends who you've known for a long time in um, starting a, some, a startup like this and working through this solution. Yeah, uh, we always talk about how, you know, while we're friends, um, it allows us to move at the speed of trust. Yes. Uh, and I also think it allows us to have tough conversations with, with each other. And at the end of the day, when we leave the office, we're back to being friends. You know, um, business is business. And we all have turn signal and what it can do in mind for the community uh, first. Uh, and, and it's really kind of forced us all to put our pride aside and, and come together to to bring something to the world that can truly be dynamic and help change some of these outcomes. So, you know, it really feels like you all got from the, the catalyst moment to that minimally viable product really quickly. And do you think that some of that was because, um, I mean, there's probably something very personal about this tool um, for all of us, right? You knew the Castile family. I, I will speak for myself as a black woman getting pulled over, not always the best feeling in the world. Um, and do you think that that was part of the, what helped you all sort of move faster than I've seen a lot of other apps come to market? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we all, we each have our own experiences of being pulled over. Um, and, 
you know, I've been very fortunate that I had, I came from a family where, you know, my parents told me what to do when you're pulled over. You put your hands on the steering wheel. It's yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. But there's a lot of people that come from my community that don't have that guidance. And, you know, they only see what they see on TV. Uh, you know, there's many interactions between law enforcement that do go well, but, you know, the news reports, the ones that, that go bad. And, and that's what they see. And, and it, it, it causes an unsettling um, situation for an individual when that's the trauma that they've seen on TV. They think that, you know, that could happen to me. Um, so I wake up every morning with my son in mind. I have, I have a five-month-old at home. Uh, you know, I know that this is something that I may not see the change in my lifetime. Hopefully I do. Um, but I, I, I'm hopeful that the change will come for my son and the generations to come behind that. So, Andre, can you talk a little bit about the bridge that you've been, you mentioned earlier that you, you are working with law enforcement, you're working with the community. And so you're, you've have to see sort of both sides. And I, what I understand is this app exists so that everyone can get home safely. Like we want to change the outcome of these traffic stops. And so what are the challenges and some of the insights that you've um, gathered in in being that bridge. Yeah, um, I mean, one of the first officers that we interviewed when we when we were starting this app, and this is something that's always stuck with me is, you know, the officer said that he loved that. He thought mm -hmm. that it's a way to show that they're doing good things from a different point of view, um, and he said the only officer that's going to hate this app is a bad officer, and I think that. 99% officers are good people. Uh, it's just like anything in society. There's good people and there's bad people. And I think that the sooner that we can help, you know, departments see the people that are not doing the right things within right. those departments, that will only help um, kind of bridge that gap between the communities. All right, because it is a systemic problem. It is a cultural problem. And so I, I love that you're helping not just in that, you know, one-off moment, but really this is a systems change app. Absolutely. So I'm going to pivot like completely because you just mentioned a son and, <laughs> and we all did sort of awe faces here, but nobody can see that because they're listening to us. Um, the work that you do is sits in a heavy space. So, you know, what, what has been bringing you joy um, during your time on this journey? You know, I wake up every morning, I get to work with people that I love to work with. Um, and that doesn't mean that the people in my past jobs, I didn't love working with them, but I get to work with my friends. I get to dress the way that I want to dress. Um, I can show up and be myself. Um, and that's what's really important to me. Um, and then just really, truly building something from the ground up. It's, I've learned more on this job than I have in any career I've had in the past, whether, you know, it was in tax or working at Cargill or um, Baker Tilly, you know, those are all great places, but starting something from the ground up and not having a baseline is truly uh, a task in itself. And I've, I've learned a ton. So that's what gives me joy is just, you know, someday turn signal will sell um, to some company that can take it further than we can, you know, whether that's a Google or somewhere like that. Um, but the experiences that I've gained from this experience, I'll be able to take that and go into any company I want to and, and, and hopefully uh, help them propel as well. 
I'm really interested in in the the future vision that you've just um, sort of opened up for us. Before we go there, though, I want to stay with the thread that Nadege is probing on, which is your your personal life. Um, as you know, I'm married to an entrepreneur myself, Emily, who runs All Square and has collaborated with Turn Signal. Um, I know that the job never ends. I mean, it is literally 24-7, and so it's hard to be married to an entrepreneur. You happen to be taking time out of your life. This week, in fact, you're getting married on Friday, uh, which I can't believe you're here talking to us. So this, I mean, it's just evident that this is a really big commitment. So we were curious sort of that balance that you have in your life. You're also a coach. You have a child. And so can you talk about how you balance or don't balance? Maybe you don't. Your life with this um, thing that brings you a lot of joy. I'm thankful for my fiance. (laughs) (laughs) You want to give her an official shout out? Yes. A shout out to my fiance, Erica Berger. Love you. Wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, she, she keeps everything in, you know, the foundation at home in place. And that's very helpful to allow me to go out and do the things that, that make me great. Um, And, you know, everything that I do is community based. And that's why I, you know, turn signal has been, such a joy you know coaching football yeah I love coaching football and I love the game of football but more than that I love what it teaches young men and sometimes young women Um, it's it's what I live for to be able to help that next generation so uh, from a balancing standpoint uh, you know I just go 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 Uh, Uh and I you know on the weekends I, I spend most of my time with my family I don't I try not to log on and do things, you know, work stuff on the weekends, but that's not always the case either. Yeah. So, But <laughs> thank you for sharing that. I actually want to probe a little bit on you just saying, I try to log off because we've had episodes where we've talked to people about balance and about um, wellness in the last season. And, and a lot of the things that you're talking about that you've just mentioned are topics that we've had. Um, and I know that one of the questions I get when I talk to colleagues is like, how can I disconnect? And you are literally doing something that, like, you're an entrepreneur, it's a 24-7 kind of gig, but you just said out loud, it's not always perfect, but you find ways to disconnect. Mm -hmm. And did you, was that an affirmative choice right away? Did you have to grow into that? Just, I think, you know, a lot of listeners would appreciate it as they struggle with this. Yeah, I think that we each have our ways that we disconnect. And, you know, for me, uh, I told you all that we were, we claim to be the tell legal avengers and we have a text group that's named that um there came a time in in this business after a year where i I had to tell mike and jazz like hey email me or contact me on slack like i I don't want to text anymore Mm -hmm. because i needed Mm -hmm. to be able to separate a little bit and you know um our team does a good job of respecting those boundaries um you know jazz and mike have their boundaries as well and um i think just really setting those boundaries and understanding what you need so you can show up and be your best person every day is important. And if you're just, you know, head down working every single day, you can't show up and be your best self. That's great. Thank you for that. Um, back to the vision. So I'm, I'm wondering if you can share with us and our listeners where Turn Signal is right now. I mean, who's using it? I know you have partnerships with some corporations so that their employees can take advantage of it. Where is it, and and what's the vision for the future? Yeah, um, we're currently in nine states. Uh, we're hoping to 
we're hoping and planning to be national uh, here in 2023. Um, our soft push is January of 2023. Uh, hard push is, is April of 2023. Yeah, the future of Turn Signal, we see it being more than just in the car. Um, we see this mm. being something that can be used outside the car. Um, we see this being something where we will integrate with, you know, automotors, things like that. Um, I can't get into all the details, sure. uh, but we see this being more of, at the end of the day, Turn Signal is an app that connects people in real time when they're in need. Oh. And it can stem further than just a traffic stop. It could be someone that's having a mental health crisis and they need to connect with a, a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to be able to help people in the moment that they need it. I mean, we all seen the boom in telemedicine, right? Uh, just the ability how that helped the healthcare system and people that need healthcare, um, being able to connect to a doctor over Zoom or Google Meet or whatever that is. I mean, that changed the landscape of how people receive care. Uh, the same is going to hold true for what we're doing here at Turn Signal. That that's great. What I really appreciate about what you just shared about the vision is that you are um, equalizing might not be quite the right word access, because the reality is there are some of us in the community that have always had access to, you know, I could push speed dial and my lawyer's on tap and I'm good to go. Something happens to me and I know who the five people I need to call are. But um, to your point, turn signal is both a tool for you know both sides of the the folks on the equation, but it's also a tool that gives an individual who might not otherwise know a lawyer to call right. when they have even just a question. Right? We're not even talking about a dangerous situation, but you've given them in a scenario like a car accident or a traffic stop an avenue to a resource that they may not have otherwise had. Yeah, absolutely, and and I, I appreciate that. Um, I love that you said the word access because that's part of the reason why there's no A in turn signal because we believe there's a lack of access to justice. Mm. Um, we we see this as a ability to connect people to attorneys that likewise would not have an attorney. There's lots of people that have attorneys um, at, on a retainer, right? Um, unfortunately, uh, there's a lot of people in our communities that have never had an experience with an attorney. And now, you know, whether you're paying monthly or you're getting this for free because you're under the income threshold, you have access to an attorney. And this might be your first touch point ever with an attorney. Um, and that can be scary. I mean, when you think about connecting with an attorney, um, most of the time you think that you've done something wrong. But it could just be I need some advice on so I don't do the, the wrong thing. And that's what Turn Signal does. It's... It's proactive instead of reactive. I mean, listen, I'm a former attorney and I know that like needing an attorney is a scary moment. (laughs) It's what I did for a living. But the reality is when you're in that moment where you think I need somebody who knows more about the law in some area that is Mm -hmm. about to Mm -hmm. impact my life, that's like fundamentally terrifying. And so I, what I, I really appreciate that turn signal is kind of to, you said push of a button or a call of, you know, Siri or Google, making it a little less hard to walk through that door. And it's also, it made me think having grown up in a rural area, rural areas too, you don't have access to the same resources that you do in an urban setting. So I can imagine this being a really 
big tool for rural areas eventually as well. Absolutely. Where'd, where'd you grow up? Uh, North Dakota. Rural North, North Dakota. Dakota, yes. Awesome. Yes, on a farm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that this could be available to, to folks who might not be able to afford it. So what does that subsidy model look like? And is there a, a, a branch of philanthropy that is important to turn signal since we work at a foundation? I wanted to probe on that. Yeah. Um, if you make under $40,000 a year, we allow you on the app for free. Uh, we don't ask for a verification of that. Uh, we don't want any barriers for people that truly need this. Um, you know, and then companies like Blue Cross Blue Shield Minnesota, you know, they provided turn signal to all Brooklyn Center residents as a, a way to help heal that community following uh, mm-hmm. Dante Wright. Uh, Minnesota Vikings have donated $100,000 to the Turn Signal Foundation, which is a separate entity. Um, that subsidizes some costs for, for those. Right. So there is a foundation and, and can anyone donate to that if they're interested in supporting this? Yes. Wonderful. You just said you don't ask for verification. And I think that is so powerful because you opened up by saying that you all moved, um, the way you did because you moved at the speed of trust. It was three friends who had the trust and you were, and, and for me that, that sort of, we're not going to ask for verification is almost like you are opening up this to the community at the speed of trust. Like we trust you are going to tell us honestly that you are a person who qualifies to get this for free or, or you should pay for it. Um, did you all think about that? Was that a really intentional choice not to ask for verification? Yeah, absolutely. I think we've just seen in the system a little bit, whether it's welfare or um, wherever, whatever it may be, um, there's a lot of verification processes for people to get access to the things they need. Um, and we didn't want that with Turn Signal. We wanted people that truly need this to just be able to download the app, answer a few questions, whether you work or, um, or you're part-time or um, how many dependents you have, and then you're on the app for free. I want to bring us back to the concept of joy because I really like ending conversations that way. I think that the reality of the last few years, frankly, has not been easy on so many levels. Um, and Melanie mentioned that you've you've got a wedding coming up this week. I mean, I got to imagine there's a little joy coming your way this week. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, it's it's new territory, uh, but um People always say, and I know it's cliche, uh, you know, when you know, you know, <laughs> and it's so true. When you know, you know, um, there's, I, I, we were, we were walking down uh, in New York last week when we were at Salesforce, Jazz, Mike, and I, and um, I asked them, because they're both married, uh, do you believe that you have multiple soulmates or like what made you know that the person that you're with as a person like, yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of people that you can connect with, but there's not a lot of people that are going to be your best friend. And that's truly what my fiance Erica is. She's my best friend. Like we, we do everything together. Um, you know, uh, I'm not going to pretend like it's always <laughs> sunny on the other side you know, we all have our, have our things right. in, perspectives and think differently but at the end of the day we come back to where what brought us together and that's what's what's so important so i'm excited uh for this new adventure and um hopefully it's a lifetime 
that's so yeah, wonderful. We're, we're going to be celebrating you from afar on Friday. Um, that's so wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us. My last question, are you taking time off after your wedding? This is going to be telling everybody, the entrepreneur right here, he's staring into... <laughs> I am not taking time ah, off after I knew my it. wedding. I knew However, it. I did... Technically, this week, I'm off. Oh, okay. So, so. in preparation. Wait, wait. So, you're off this week, but you're hanging out with us? Yeah. Oh, he's man. working okay, right now. you know now. what? I'm just going to I'm just gonna name. I think that we are privileged to be in your we company are. this week because um, you could be anywhere right now, and you're with us. So, thank you yes, so thank much you for spending much. some time with us today. Thank, wonderful. thank you all for having me. This is fun. Wow. That was such a powerful conversation. Um, I don't know. There... <laughs> There's so many things like my brain is reeling. So there's so many things to pick up on, but I'm struck by um, something that is maybe not even related to turn signals specifically or Andre specific. What's that? I'm, I'm struck by in this conversation, Andre said so many things that we have talked about you and I, and the Pahua and I in season one have talked about with different guests and we have had guests sort of run the gamut. You know, um, uh, Margaret, who is, you know, a writer and an artist. We, you know, we have Andre sitting here, you know, Christoph Beck. And yet themes of like setting boundaries yes. and and themes of, you know, uh, trust with community. Like, it's just so fascinating to me how different all our guests were. There are yet some really core things. Right. That no matter who is sitting in this seat seem to be key to, you know, who they are and how they show up in their work, which I just... I don't know. I just find that fascinating. Right, right. And a little bit by design because we have the privilege of talking to people who are really passionate, who are looking to find solutions to problems, who are, and oftentimes there, there's not a clear boundary between their life and their work. And I think that that is where people are often the most satisfied and also the most challenged because you just don't get that space often for yourself. So yeah. you're right. I'm glad you you teased that out. Um, I mean, that's not to say he didn't say a whole mess of things that I took notes on and I saw you taking notes. Yes. So I want to know what you found super interesting. Oh, there's so much. How to even take the one nugget that I want to reflect on. The thing about turn signal, we'll have two things if oh, you'll, you'll yeah. allow me. The thing about turn signal that I think is just really interesting is that it is 2022. We are an advanced society We have all of these problems, and here are three friends quit their jobs and decided to do something different. They took an idea, and it's a new solution to a very systemic problem. And so I just think it's it's sort of a call to all of us. If there's something that does not seem right that still has to be solved, what can we? How can we pause and maybe try something new? Just as a society, I guess, but even as individuals, because these three friends are are making a difference already and are going to continue to make a difference. The other thing is the A. Yes. The A is missing from turn signal. We know that. And now we know why. And as a marketer, I love that it stands for something beyond what we even knew or imagined. And we right. got, I think we might have gotten a scoop. I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> you know, those two things you picked up on are like so powerful. One, yeah, that um, that is great. But I love that you low-key just gave our listeners a call to action. I did. 
Yeah, I want I want to circle back on that because I want to make sure we didn't let that go unnoticed. Melanie just told y'all you got to <laughs> do something. You got to stop what you're doing and like solve the problem in front of you. Because, you know, as Andre told us, you know, they they saw it, they felt it, they knew it. And then they just moved, which I love, at the speed of trust to get it done. It's true. And, you know, if you don't mind me bringing you into the conversation, Adej, because you've inspired me and so many people as you've dealt with your breast cancer journey. You're trying to do things different. You're you have through your storytelling, through Instagram said, hey, not all of the information is out there. And I'm going to they actually I wrote down. He said it's an app to bridge the gap. And you have bridged this particular gap and others have. So um, I just want to give you a shout out because it's hard to do it. Like, what am I doing? I'm not, I got to bridge a gap today. I'm going to go find something and bridge a gap. <laughs> but short of that, I just, I just want to give you a shout out because I think you've been an inspiration in, in sharing your story. Oh, well, thank you. That's super, super sweet. Um, but so that I can stop blushing, I'm going to turn it back and just say, like, I'm so glad we got to have this conversation with Andre today. Um, Me too. Learn more about turn signal. Learn more about like I can't believe he gave us time in his wedding week, and so for that I will be forever grateful that he gave us a little right. Bit of time. And I think uh, Jazz and Michael typically do this sort of thing, so it, it's nice to to have the third voice, you know, the the finance brain um, behind the operation. It was really a pleasure. I mean, you know how I like those operations, folks. Oh yes, so, yeah, you know, bringing it I back, felt, bringing yep, it back to ops. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a great episode. Thank you for listening to I So Appreciate You. You can find us on Facebook at I So Appreciate You Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at So Appreciate You. We'd also appreciate you taking a moment to write us a review. And if you like our show, be sure to follow I So Appreciate You on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now. Have a question or topic suggestion? Email us at podcast at spmcf.org. Thank you for listening to I So Appreciate You.